0: Host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of Saints Nation. Dr. Hey. Kevin Hell. It's me. David drops the ball. And Dave Cariello of Pronounce Read Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk. Say hi, and Dave. Four analysis.
2: Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die?
0: Well, Ralph, no offense.
3: You're going first. Oh,
0: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood. And target him yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 <They'd> get him. <laughs> I don't even have a joke,
2: Dave. <laughs> Dave, Dave like Now here's your host, Ralph Malbro. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are sponsored by JLD Hot Sauce. Hot sauces and knives, guys. They have the best hot sauce. Their award-winning hot sauce, Boot Jolica, comes in hot, extra hot, my personal favorite, and Thai flavors. They also have Reaper Madness Special Reserve made with real Reaper pepper from Carolina. And for the brave, you can get the death shot. It has the extra extract of 10 reaper chilies in each one ounce bottle jld also has the highest quality handmade knives you'll find anywhere i got one i'm cutting stuff up left and right it's fantastic including ones for hunting fishing and cooking go to jldsharpsauce.com and use the code saints and get 10 percent off your order that's jldsharpsauce.com uh... dave I, the more I think about it, the more I love the P.J. Williams game last night. I think I will christen the Saints' win in Minnesota last night, the P.J. Williams game. He was both horrible
0: and fantastic.
2: I wanted to strangle him to death one minute, and then right before halftime, I wanted to hug him, and then he had to pick six, and I wanted to make him Bacchus 2019.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, so I, I think in the end, uh, it's just it's even evens out. It's, he's even Stevens, uh, <laughs> so we 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 still don't love him, but we still don't hate him. Um, yeah, you know, he, he like you said, uh, it was... I definitely
0: don't love him. That's
4: for sure. <laughs> I mean, like you said, I it might was...
0: still I might still hate him. Yeah, it, it's like he's got a reprieve on hate.
4: Reprieve. <laughs> um... Um... Yeah, in, I mean his next
2: touchdown that he gives up.
4: Well, I mean he's got to face. What, what receivers does he have coming up? He's got Juju Smith-Schuster. He's got oh, obviously Brand. He's got the Brandon Rams. Cooks. He's got
2: Brandon. He's got Brandon Cooks and Cope and that, that little bitty Robert dude Robert Woods. Woods.
0: Yeah.
2: Right.
4: Well, I mean that's no
2: easy task.
4: I mean the thing is, so I mean this is what we need to discuss here. Um, the thing is, I think when the Saints signed Eli Apple, we were expecting Eli Apple to sort of take P.J. Williams' spot and be the no. third guy, the slot guy. Oh, you, oh, you you thought he was going to replace Crawley? Well, yeah. You I mean, thought, I I didn't Crawley think that. Someone someone go is not listening inactive? to our someone is not listening to our ten uh, minute podcasts, Rob. No, I don't yes. have no. If I had time to listen to the podcast, I would have time to join you on the podcast. It is so true. If I, if that's I don't true. join you, I'm obviously not <laughs> Well, had had you listened, Dave,
0: you would have been enlightened by my prediction that Crawley would be the one sitting out because he's an outside corner only and he can't play special teams. So he basically, if he's not starting, he has no real value to the Saints. So I, what, I, what I said was that if Eli Apple replaces him, it's not like he can play nickels. So PJ Williams would keep his spot. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, well...
2: Well, before we get, I mean, we we can
0: go there. Look, hey, I, hey, I'm like I'm like one for fifty on
4: predictions now. Let me have this one. <laughs> uh,
2: well, here's the well, thing. I mean,
4: we, wait, 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 wait. Are are we gonna are we buying <laughs> are we buying into the whole Billy Bando burner account thing? I mean, you guys don't actually believe that, do you? Wait, what's I want
2: to believe it. Is that <laughs> fair?
4: That's fair. I mean, I think... Wait, it... what are you referencing? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, man, Juge. I'm really surprised you're so out of it. I really thought you were... I really thought you had your finger on the pulse of Saints Twitter. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. Fill me
0: in. What, know, are... What, are we... what are we talking about here?
4: People... There are people who believe that th- there's a Twitter account, Billy Bando one uh, And he's been on Twitter for a little while, I guess. A little a like, of... Good bit. And, like, all of his tweets are... Defending Ken Crawley like like too much, too much defending Ken Crawley. And so people believe that that's a Ken Crawley burner account, that it's really Ken Crawley, but he's lying. I have many <laughs> I have many
2: of the DMs, thanks to the Patriots the patrons to point, for pointing that out. They're like, This is a Ken Crawley burner account, but it's, I can't be not, sure and, and until I somebody gets me a collab. I gotta check I've like got
4: tweets fantastic. to prove it. Yeah. You, you you do need to check it out. But I'm telling you right now that yesterday I got proof – all the proof I need to determine that it is definitely not Ken Crawley because – like a couple of hours before the kickoff, when, when they announced that Crawley was inactive, the Burner account said, made some joke like, oh, I'm really enjoying my day off or whatever. If that was Ken Crawley, he wouldn't be making those jokes about Ken yeah. Crawley. Uh, so I really don't think that's actually
2: Ken Crawley.
0: There is, there is
2: some overweight middle-aged man somewhere – in louisiana that is like i fooled these motherfuckers into thinking that i'm ken crawley i can't believe this is happening and he's playing it to the hilt he's playing us for fools
4: but yeah, i want it to exactly be true percent. i do I, I won't lie so so no i don't so i don't think anyway all that to say i certainly don't think that crawley was benched because uh, the coaching staff found out about his a well, burner who would
2: account. be who would you want what if
4: what if what if Wang was the
0: Sean Payton burner account <laughs> <laughs> that, was my next, that was my next question who would
2: be the who would you want of of any Saints person in the building front office player coach whoever who would you want to have a burner account aka like the 76ers general manager colangelo who had to quit because they found out he had a bur- he had like three right. burner accounts who would you want to have a burner account
4: i'm pretty Saint's sure i mean'm i i'm pretty sure Mickey Loomis is yeah is angry who that <laughs> is angry who is angry even on twitter anymore still is he still yeah,
2: i don't know well i, I got I, certain blocked, people blocked because so I, I just can't know. stand yeah. them uh and they make twitter less fun but i've met angry who in person i've met dominic he's very nice in person and i block him really? on Twitter, which is odd and i've met,
0: yeah, a I've, met times. I've met him too I, I actually met him with ralph when have you guys met him in
1: person I just, like a saint's tailgate outside gave, the dome. He, had, he gave me free yeah. liquor.
2: It was great. He's a very, very nice person in real life.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
2: Uh, But he's kind of a dick on Twitter, so I blocked him. But I hit, so that's like, if if he's Mickey Loomis on Twitter, then Mickey Loomis is paying... Dominic to go out in public and pretend to be angry. Who That's com- that's levels of, of of chicanery that I can't comprehend.
4: What about Jomple? Didn't you guys have a thing with Jomple? Yeah. Yeah, he he I was mean, blocked too. I
2: I would want I want get if Gail Benson had a burner account and was like trashing other owners and like making backhanded comments at Loomis for not getting the Patrick Peterson deal done, I think that would be the best burner account ever.
0: Agreed. You know how, like, Thomas said is, like, beloved and, like, nice to everyone and, like, does all the stuff for kids? Like, it would be pretty funny if he had, like, an alter ego dickhead account where he would just, like – he basically, <laughs> like, needed to get his demons out and he, he knew he couldn't damage his own brand. And so he was just a huge jerk to everyone on Twitter on his it burner would, account. Would, his T- – Breeze's Twitter account
2: would just be – diatribes and angry emojis about how shitty the Saints defense is. (laughs) That's all it would be. It would just be those two (laughs) nuclear reactors just melting, just collapsing. And it would be the sad Rob Rob Ryan face when they lost to the Patriots. It would just be that over and over and over again.
4: And I'm here for it. Breeze has a burner account and it's just more sponsored posts. Even the burner account (laughs) is sponsored posts. But But it's like gambling Pornography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's right. It's all the. Yeah, it's right. It's
2: all the dating.
0: Even, even, even the burner account <laughs> that sponsored. bong, bong
2: paraphernalia. It's like it's like all the things that he that he that he can't that he can't be seen sponsoring because he's an upstanding citizen,
0: but he's using it to pay for his <laughs> blue diamond collection. Hey, hey, side note. Oh shit! There's, there's cool. no way Bree is actually loves Jimmy John's, right?
4: Yeah, uh, I don't I like think Jimmy. I don't it. think
2: Drew Brees has finished a Jimmy John sandwich in
4: his life. He puts only the. This is a guy who eats essentials in his, his body. You, 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 you think you, you think Drew Brees has a fine a fine
2: palate? I, no, I just think he thinks it's unhealthy, so he doesn't put in his body. I drank more in the first quarter of the Saints game yesterday. than... More alcohol than Drew Brees has put in his body his entire life.
4: <laughs> That's probably true.
2: I'm I firmly believe that. So, I bet you so you, you, didn't so you had sh- so you had a beer, huh? No, I had like three I had like three Jack and Cokes.
0: Okay.
4: And I'm pretty sure the only time Drew Brees has ever drank was that night when he was after they won the Super Bowl when he was at Lucy's <laughs> and he told everybody how to do the chant. Remember that? <laughs> And it was like clear that he was, you know, uh, a little inebriated. That was like the only time we've ever seen Drew uh, under under the influence. Any any proof any proof that he might actually drink? Partake. Um,
0: let's talk about the game. How great was that? How great was that game? I wanted that
2: game so badly. Like I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't, I didn't. I did my column early for last week because I was. Out in California, and I for my game preview, I was like, I don't have any information. I just want this game so fucking bad. I hate the Vikings. I apologize for nothing. I want the Saints to win. The Saints are gonna win. Like that game was, and the Saints players, they're they're playing r- rap music in the locker room, and even Breeze after Dave was like, yeah, kind of had a little extra special meaning. Like the Saints fucking wanted that game as bad as us. Am I am I wrong to think that?
4: No, but it's, you know, it's just annoying, like, because the whole week prior, you know, if the, the media says, oh, is this game, you know, does this game have, is this a revenge game? Oh, and, you know, they say, no, 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 this is, uh, you know, just like every other week, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when they win, of course, you know, they're extra excited because they really wanted to win it. And so, I mean, they, they were just lying the whole time. You know, the whole week prior, yeah. they're just lying Underhill, about how important Underhill
0: this game really, is. Underhill really went hard on... He, he went on that hill to die, that it was just another game. <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, come on. It's not. It, it never was. That, that, that game has been circled uh, on everybody's calendar on Airline Drive uh, since it came out in the summer. Don't tell yeah. me it wasn't.
2: I mean, I wish would have loved it if Kamara would have said, in the offseason, I said, fuck Minnesota. I mean, yeah. fuck Minnesota, <laughs> you guys. I mean, what,
0: but here's the, here's the thing. I mean, don't don't you guys think it's kind of a rivalry a little bit?
4: Starting all the way back it to kinda, 2000, 2009.
2: I mean, come yeah, on. yeah. I mean, I mean maybe I mean, going
0: back further, but yeah, the Saints,
2: yeah. the Saints in Minnesota for a non division team. It's as close as a rivalry can be because Minnesota kicked the shit out of the Saints in the first playoff game, and up in the late through the through like the 1991 season, they kicked they the, crushed Saints
0: the Saints Yes. They knocked the Saints out of the playoffs it's in 2000.
2: Yeah, so I mean, um, the whole thing. I mean, it is as close to a rivalry as you can have with a non-division team. Um, and the schedule, the schedule at least makes it. Since they're since they're not AFC, I mean the Saints can play them pretty consistently. Um,
0: like you, you may hate the Seahawks more because of Pete Carroll or whatever, but like, can you name a, a non-division opponent that that's a bigger rivalry with the Saints? I mean, maybe the Cowboys, probably the Cowboys, right? No, but, not but, the, the why the Cowboys. Like, well, what? I just feel like a lot of Saints fans know a lot of people from texas so i i think it's more just like a, a regional thing but i mean i can't i mean maybe the bears a little bit with ryan pace but like mm. it's not like they've had like meaningful games you know so houston like houston
2: would if they if houston could be a huge rivalry with their afc
0: yeah i mean i i just don't no the vikings are probably the biggest rivalry besides the nfc south
4: i mean i think the eagles were kind of trending in that direction uh you know earlier in the peyton breeze era you know when we played them in the playoffs Oh, they
0: circle the stadium the victory laps
4: yeah and all that stuff (laughs) um you know we beat them in the playoffs again in philly um we're playing them again this year so i mean we'll see what happens uh, if we had beaten Minnesota, we would have played them last year in the NFC Championship. Um, so, but I, I certainly Minnesota. I think I think you guys are right. It's the biggest non-division rival for the Saints.
2: By by far. So, um, so the other interesting thing besides P.J. Williams, I don't know if you hear that, Andrew.
0: Taysom Hill, baby.
2: Well, you can say Taysom Hill. I was saying. Marcus Davenport, the, the fucking hype train for him is at full throttle. I think we need, like, a sonic train. It's going full blast for Marcus Davenport. But if you want to start in Taysom Hill and the three-quarterback play that gave Skip Bayless a fucking seizure and <laughs> for
4: that. What did, what, what did he say?
2: He's like, this Taysom Hill nonsense, that's why the Saints didn't score and, like, two plays later they scored anyway. <laughs> But, like, just to piss off Skip Bayless that much that he felt the need to tweet about it and the Saints scored anyway, like, they wanted Teddy. Like, Teddy, do you think Teddy Bridgewater was out there as a decoy fully or they had some sort of thing where he was possibly going to get the ball?
0: No, I I think there was something cooked up where he he would throw a pass. I I really do. I I think (laughs) – I I don't know if, like – they were setting it up to use it later if they had the right personnel, but they just got to a point in that game where they were just running the football a lot. And then it just never made sense. But if it had been a shootout where like they needed a play, like there, there was something dialed up there. The interesting thing, Dave
2: is they did a play with Taysom Hill. That wasn't a sort of oddball trick play. Like the read option, they put him in shotgun and he threw a regular
4: pass play. Like what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, I, I, y- Why are you so surprised that a quarterback is playing quarterback? Well, no, I, uh, mean- I mean, that's 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 what's that's the great thing about Taysom is like, I mean, technically he's a quarterback. You know, I I was trying to see. You know, if, if you had a fan, if he was on your fantasy football team, you got to put him in a quarterback. You can't put him in at flex, even though it feels like he, need, he, he feels like a flex needs player. to be a flex because he is the flex position in human form. He is. Yes. He is absolutely a flex player. He fucking flexes to every goddamn position on offense and special teams. Um,
0: so it's kind, of, it's kind of bullshit that you can't put him at tight end or running back in uh, fantasy football.
4: It is. Yeah. No, you can't. But uh, fantasy-wise, I don't. He he's not really a great start. I mean, he's a robust kind of guy. He's they're gonna find the end zone, or he's not. He's not gonna like rack up. Well, but the or... thing
2: about Taysom Hill, if you could, if you could play him at flex, he would be at least a guy that you know he's gonna get his majority of his touches near the goal line. So if you were desperate and you had buys or injuries, like Taysom Hill would be a better lottery ticket to play at flex than, say, Traquan Smith because at least Taysom Hill, you know he's going to get seven to ten snaps in the red zone, you know? So he'd be – Andrew, about this game, as far as X's and O's – the Saints' defensive line was freaking amazing, but how much of that was the Saints' defensive line being amazing and the Minnesota offensive line being
0: dog shit? I think it. I think it was three things.
4: I a think, little bit no. from column A, a little bit from column B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, Where's that Kevin? By the way.
0: Yeah. I, I think. I think number one, they were missing both tackles, and and a guard, and I, I just i was actually relieved to see davenport kind of take a dump on the left tackle because if, if he if he can't eat eat a backup alive i gotta then,
4: barbecue your ass
0: yes so you know if if he can't own a backup left tackle then why are we wasting two first round picks on the guy so i was relieved to see that um you know, Cam Jordan, he, he never got sacked, but my God, did he, he was in Cousins' face all game. Um, I, I thought he was awesome. Uh, but, you know, Rankins was, was going against a regular starter, and he just flat out embarrassed them. So Rankins was awesome. I, I think it was actually a combination of the Saints played great. The Vikings were just so injured, their offensive line was hurt. But, like, when you have a banged-up offensive line, you can't be throwing every play. I mean, you remember this. Zach Streif came on the podcast, and he said, if you run the football, then the defensive line's going to be tired at the end of the game. If you throw the football, the offensive line's going to be tired at the end of the game. That's how it works. And the Vikings were throwing every play. And so what you saw is as the game continued to go, when we – got into the second half the offensive line started to cave more and more and the defensive line it felt like they were getting stronger and stronger so i i think it's on the offensive coordinator too i really think the vikings did a really poor job in terms of just play calling and game plan
2: yeah way too much that
0: team that team throws way too much
2: well here's the thing with me minnesota's they're just not as good because they're injured and here's the thing i know kirk cousins is more consistent and over his career he's better than case keenum but this year's Kirk cousins isn't as good as last year's one hit wonder case keenum case keenum pulled third downs out of his ass all year long last year and you combine not as good a quarterback and injuries and minnesota they're going to go from like 13 and 3 to like 9 6 and 1 mm-hmm. ten, 10 5 and 1 which is a big regression um and here's the thing then we'll get to the Rams game in a minute, but to me, Dave, the NFC—it looks like the Saints, the Rams, and a bunch of dog shit. Am I wrong to think that?
4: Um, Packers—we don't think the Packers are gonna turn it on yeah. late, need... late in the season. You know yeah. they always do.
2: I mean I looked at them, they have Aaron Rodgers which Aaron Rodgers. is which makes them scary, but I mean they their line isn't that great. Aaron Rodgers is kinda of running for his life and their defense doesn't their corners their rookie corners are nice, but I mean I don't look at them as any great shakes and Mike McCarthy is his his head's filled with caramel, so he's a big blockhead. Of <laughs> I heard I heard that the, the rumor is that him and the, the, the the new Cleveland GM are really close so that Cleveland would like trade picks to Green Bay and McCarthy would go be the Browns coach which poor Cleveland I
0: think the Packers fans would be very happy with that
2: no McCarthy they'd be like you want to give us what
0: yeah (laughs) I think Packers fans would love the opportunity to ship him out for draft picks
2: here's Here's a question for you, Dave. And this, it's gonna sound like a slight, but it's not. We want Drew Brees to be MVP. We're pushing it on the Twitters. We're pushing it on Facebook everywhere. Drew Brees for MVP. Drew Brees for MVP. How many of these? How many of these how game of manager the- meh games can he have and still be? a serious mvp candidate not that it's bad because the saints won and look if he's gonna have games where he throws for 180 yards or 990 9- yards and two touchdowns and a pick it's or two touchdowns and no picks whatever it's not bad I, it doesn't bother me any but like how many of these like m- like game manager performances can he have and still be in the mvp consideration
4: i mean i think if the saints keep winning then that only helps him you know, regardless of how whether whether he's the one that's doing it all the time, whether he's the one that's putting the team on his back and carrying them and getting them to win games, uh, if he's if he takes a, a backseat to like he did this past week to a running game or a defense or anything like that, as long as the Saints keep winning, I think it's fine because then he's the quarterback and the leader of uh, what a 15 and one, a 14 and two team that's tops in the NFC. Um, that you know that bolsters his his success. You know, if, if the Saints fall off a little bit, you know, they finish 11 and five, something like that, or even 10 and six, God forbid. Um, you know, the only way you're going to win MVP when you're on a team like that is if you're putting up ridiculous numbers so you know i'd say he can only have one or two if if that's the direction they're going to go if if the saints aren't going to be you know if they're not going to put a crazy amount of wins on the board uh this season 14 15 wins or something like that um then you know you can't take more than two three games off uh you know he needs to put up some serious numbers and going back to that, I, I was disappointed to see him uh, we knew it was going to happen but to see him throw his first interception uh that was disappointing that was kind of a cool uh, uh you know a cool stat on his on his sheet this year so far
2: andrew what's realistic for him as far as interceptions on the year you think what's a realistic number to, for him to have that would be very very good
0: Well, he still hasn't had his interception binge game, and he always has at least one of those a year. We already played Cleveland, though. It's true. Um, But, uh, you know, he's still going to have his interception binge game where he throws at least three, maybe four. Um, And and he's got one, so, yeah, you know, I I think he'll have eight interceptions on the year. That's that's probably, I mean, well, let's see. I would take the under on that you think he'll throw less than well that's seven that that would mean he throws seven over the next uh nine games That's a lot. um i mean yeah but it, it's a lot but it's not that much if you think of one being a binge game like yeah. three or four so yeah uh, i maybe. mean you know maybe maybe it'll be less than that um uh, but i would say he's gonna probably throw at least five or six more
2: he, here's another question with the game um the Saints, I thought, Dave, I know the defensive line struggled, and we'll get to the secondary's struggles in a bit. But, man, I, I got to give it to them. The, the, Davis looked fantastic at linebackers. The other linebackers did some stuff. Teal almost hit a play. Klein
0: looks good, yeah.
2: I mean, so linebackers – where how are you how are we feeling about them basically halfway through the year are you feeling i'm feeling a lot that i feel like this group's as good as it's i think it's a little bit better than 2009 maybe because i think davis can do more in coverage and the other two give them some, some maybe not quite as good as, maybe put it this way it's the second best group they've had since 2006 am i wrong, am to, wrong
4: think to think that I, I, they could be the best. Mm. Uh, to be quite good honest good, with though. you, uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I've I've never been impressed with Saints linebackers. Obviously, two thousand nine year had Vilma, but and Fujita, yeah, he. Fujita. You know, I'm not saying Fujita's a bad linebacker, but. Um, I don't know. I just uh, – I like this group of guys. Uh, they play well together. You know, there's no big names, no amazing talent. Um, but, I, you know, I think they they get I the know, job DeMario done. Mario Davis is pretty damn talented, man. Well, yeah, yeah. but, right? I mean, he's not like a name, though. Nobody's going to be, nobody's gonna be throwing the, his name out. Most yeah, but they paid would, him a lot of money, so don't even know him.
2: whoever on the Saints wanted him – got it right with him you know and here's and here's the thing my wife she was even like that dude's fast last night so
4: <laughs> <Yeah>, he, <laughs> he did look speedy. so on you, but...
2: there you go um so andrew look i know the saints they traded for eli apple reportedly patrick peterson isn't getting traded or the saints didn't have enough or whatever hey, and make sure they don't you not have any more draft have... picks and yada 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 tomorrow's a trade deadline do you think mickey loomis might have something more up his sleeve they could finagle some stuff and take on some salary of a guy if they wanted to do you think they have another move in them and if they did what would it be
0: no no i don't think so um you know eli apple is so bad that you know, if, I could see them trading away Bridgewater, um, you know, like that if they could get if someone offered a second round pick for Bridgewater, like let's say that the Jaguars were desperate. I think the Saints would consider it because they gave up a third for him. And if they're like, well, we gave up a third and we're getting a second back, eh, maybe they think about it. So that that would be like one thing that could happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Um you know, giving up the second for Peterson is kind of another pie in the sky, but I don't think anything happens. Dave,
2: do you think the Saints will be doing anything tomorrow
0: uh no, no
2: i mean no. if they're gonna if they're gonna do something, it's gonna be the moment this podcast hits the internet. That's <laughs> when it will happen
4: so in like an hour, make sure you see if you can get kevin i'm I'm in on this. He's on Skype. Uh,
2: it's that's just, that's just the way it goes. So, um, before we get, maybe Kevin may or may not, join but if, if Kevin doesn't join us tonight, he's, he's, he uh, he's, he's, he's going to join us later. Check your text because message. It's the check biggest, baddest messages. week of football in the history of Louisiana. We got LSU, we got Alabama, Saturday, Saints, Rams, Sunday. Um, so, uh, Andrew, uh, you, you alerted me before the show that it's time for Juge's judgments. So what do you have
0: tonight? This may be an unpopular take, but through seven games, I'm going to say that the Saints MVP is Ryan Ramchek on offense. And Sheldon Rankins on defense. Wow. Let's let's talk. And let about me tell Ram- you. T- let me tell you something. Let me let me say something real quick here. This Saints team, you know, I, I think someone on, on Twitter, one of the writers, might have been Jeff Duncan, or it was one of the writers, and they said that the Saints team has found their identity this year, and it's winning in the trenches. And I firmly agree with that. As great as Breeze has been. Um, as great as Kamara has had a few games Michael Thomas has done his thing but the one thing that's really stood out to me is offensive and defensive line and and really defensive line has come on strong more lately uh, but the offensive line has been really great all year so um, uh, I'm going with those two guys so far I mean we still have one game before we kind of officially hit midseason for the Saints but I'm I'm saying Ramcheck is my offensive MVP and I'm saying uh, Rankin is my defensive MVP.
2: The thing about Ramcheck I think we forget about. That dude played every play last year, Dave, and I I don't think it's a stretch to say the Saints have the best two tackles in football.
4: Um you know, I, I don't uh, they certainly have the best pair of tackles. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know each left and right tackle on each team, you know, that I could make that assertion. But I would certainly agree with you that Ramchek and Armstead, when he's healthy, uh, and then even which he even, is, which he is, and he has been fortunately. But I mean, and then even throwing Pete in there too. I mean, that, those those three guys. Well, hell, and Unger. I mean, they, they just have a great offensive line. I mean, they have they have got a right now. They've got a lot of talent. They have you a lot. You didn't even talent. name Warford, and he went to the Pro Bowl. Last I know. Year. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, all five of those. Yeah, I mean, all all of those guys are. That's what six guys. I mean, that's five plus an extra rotation guy. So, so, Judge, what's your next
0: take? Yeah, you know, my my last take is. Um, you know, I, I feel remiss, and, and I feel like I need to mention Ralph, this. It, what is
4: going on with your cat? Oh shit! Oops,
0: <laughs>
2: got a little got a little trigger happy there.
0: The cat, the cat does not like uh, the, uh, the judicious judgment. judgments. Um, you know, I, I feel like I need to say something about John Hill, who passed away, um, passed away too young. But uh, you know, a lot of young Saints fans have never heard of him. Uh, speaking of offensive linemen, um, but at a time where the Saints frankly just weren't very good uh and had very few good players very few heroes uh, in franchise history john hill was a phenomenal offensive lineman for the saints Um, and and he he really is part of the fabric and uh you know the saints account i recommend you go see it if you have and I, i retweeted it but uh if uh, if you get a chance, uh, John Hill just kind of talks about what it was like playing for the Saints. This video was taken a couple years ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he talks about the Falcons and, and beating the Falcons and how much that meant and how much he still hates them. And, uh, you know, if you're just a, a fan since 2006 or since 2009 or whatever, uh, and you're interested in looking back, I mean, that Saints history is something I've always, you know, been near and dear to my heart. And John Hill is, was a special player for the Saints. So, um, You know, he's he's a guy that'll be missed
2: yeah and I mean the thing is with the Saints is it's so long ago so it doesn't hurt as much so it's comedy now and they were bad but like the good players were so few in a stretch of like the 60s and 70s and whatnot you can name them from like the, the, the inception in 67 to like the Bum Phillips era when even though Bum didn't win he started running the team better and getting better players there's maybe like eight or nine really above average NFL players that the Saints had. Like, it was a, it was a short fucking list, and Heaton Hill was on there. Um, yeah. So I, I agree with you. Well, the
0: thing is, uh, you know, Derlin Moore was another one in that era who was really good. You know, those really two of the only guys on that team that were good. But uh, because of the positions they played, they went up against each other every day in practice. And, and um, you know, so that was that was the thing. They had a great defensive tackle and they had a great center.
2: Yeah, so – um, uh, we got some, qu- we got Twitter questions, I'm gonna get to them, uh, I, I told, let's see what we got here, we got, we probably have a lot of wrestling ones, but when, when Kevin joins me and you later in the week, uh, Andrew, we'll get to those, um, so let's see, um, <laughs> let's see, is, is Big Nuts Lutz the most underappreciated Saints player who's been killing it this year? <laughs>
4: the most underappreciated nickname on the team. I'll tell you that one. That's I love sure. the
2: nickname "Big Nuts Lutz."
0: He does have big nuts. I mean, you think he's, I can drop he's... that on
2: WWL in the morning time
4: with Eric Polson? I wouldn't. I mean, I don't. <laughs> no. I, I don't think that that's against any FCC regulations.
3: <laughs>
4: you can do anything once.
0: Uh, my my w- thing is, you know, I told you, Ralph. Um, you know, we were talking about how the Saints basically were fortunate to win some of these games earlier in the season. Um, you know, and just the way they were playing. I mean, they were playing so bad against the Bucks and the Browns and the Falcons, and you know, for them to be two and one through that stretch was was shocking. Um, but um, you know, I told you the one thing they were doing was Breeze wasn't throwing any picks, and Lutz wasn't missing any kicks, and that's unsustainable. So at some point, like the defense needs to play better because they're and Breeze is going to throw a pick and Lutz is going to miss a kick. Like it, it's going to happen eventually. Well, yeah, this is he, from- he's, he, he it hasn't happened yet. Lutz is still not missing.
2: This is from. Brent- Brandon girl, what is the craziest great game day superstition you've ever had or heard of? I stopped watching the game last night right after halftime because every time I turned the channel, the Saints either scored or got a turnover. The W was more important than me watching. That's fucking dedication. Uh Andrew, the weirdest thing you've ever heard of. That that's pretty
0: strong. Yeah, that I mean that could never be I mean, because then it's just not fun. <laughs> yeah, know, if I can't if I can't watch. That's a, that's a kind of sacrifice. That, um, but yeah, I, I'm very superstitious. I, I do it more with like what I eat, and if it works, like I'll eat the same thing the next week, or what I wear. Um, but the Saints are five and zero now with uh, my podcast T-shirt. So I, I've been I've been wearing that every Sunday.
2: Dedicated donate twelve dollars a month for seven months and you too can have the sweetest podcast t-shirt on the internet. do it now
0: yeah i i think i think right now is a good time ralph to plug also that um you know hey listen if you're a listener and you're you're not a patron yet you're thinking about doing it uh what it costs you is one dollar one dollar you can donate three
2: dollars and 28 cents and get a magnet
0: and yeah if you do go three twenty eight you get a magnet um and um that's this less week than th- a this this, this week is a starving child in africa <laughs> that's right that's right Penny's and dead. um you know th- this week in my opinion is one of maybe the biggest sports football weekend in louisiana history when you look at it's lsu no it's no doubt lsu and alabama and you look at the saints and the undefe- undefeated rams and so ralph and i have decided we're going to do at least a 10-minute show every day this week uh, from now through sunday uh, we'll do a pre-game on sunday before the game and a post game afterwards uh, we're going to double down on this throw fuel on the fire while this is happening and you're going to be able to get access to all that stuff if you just donate one buck we're even we're even going to do an lsu podcast just
2: because why the fuck not we're yep. gonna line up the guests, and we're gonna knock that thing out, and you're gonna get
0: and it on take, Saturday hot morning. Hot take: Boudreaux's been on vacation. He's been, uh, you know, on his boat in the Bayou all yeah. week, but uh, he's back tomorrow. He's back.
4: Um, when? Which day is the two lane
2: podcast? Uh, <laughs> any day that you're available, Dave. During the day, take take time away from your busy t shirt empire. We'll do a two, we'll do a two lane podcast. Their bowl hopes uh, look pretty fun. How,
4: how is uh, Justin McMillan? By the way, are you, are you liking him? I mean he won the game last week so he's one for one for one as a starter. You like him better than the other quarterback? Um yeah, I think so. partly because it's just the breath of fresh air and it's a change, but um you know, he he's a better passer than Banks is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Before, we got to get to that's too hot... much. Ralph's like that's too much two lane We got yeah, 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 yeah. no, like, I I no. to the, I can, I can We got to get to the hot <laughs> take,
2: hot question of the week, and that's sponsored by JLD Hot Sauces and Knives, guys. They have the best hot sauce. Their award winning hot sauce, Pucholica, comes in hot, extra hot. My personal favorite, Thai flavors. Go to jldsharpsauce.com and use the code Saints and get 10 percent off your order today. That's jldsharpsauce.com. Dave, this is a question from. James, can we all agree the best play of the game is when that DB squared up to Dave's boyfriend, Mark Ingram, and got his ass run over?
4: (laughs) Yep. Yep. Don't mess with my man. Do not mess with my man. Ingram looks good. I
0: I forgot. I I forgot. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Put Juju's judgments back on. Put the theme back on. I forgot my last one. (laughs) Put it back on. Do, do, do. Okay, here's my last judgment. I don't know what Mark Ingram was taking this offseason. I don't know what performance-enhancing drug it was. But I'm totally cool with it because that dude was mauling people, and he looked as fast as he's ever been in his life. So, Mark, all is forgiven. I'm glad you took that stuff. I don't, I don't care if he was doing horse steroids that, that hell does for
2: wrestling. He looks phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> he looks great. Um,
4: I remember when good, we this... used to accept donations for Kevin's horse steroids.
2: We do. This is from Lucas. Uh, Goff looked shook by that Green Bay pass rush. Is he doomed Sunday, Juge?
0: Um, yeah, well, the Saints are going to have to stop Gurley. So, you know, I, I it's going to have to start with run defense, but, man – Davenport's the X factor for me. He really is because you saw what happens. It's like we know Cam Jordan's going to do his thing. But if all of a sudden the Saints have a, a threat that you have to recognize and respect from the other side, uh, then it just makes – I mean you, you look at like Cam Newton in the Super Bowl and how he looked. Or, yeah, uh, you know, Cousins in the second half yesterday. And we've talked about this on the podcast. We've talked about this off air about how yep. there's a bunch of quarterbacks in this league. Cousins is one of them, Flacco, Matt Stafford, and they're all, they're all good quarterbacks. And if you give them time, Fit, any, of, any, of them a- yeah, magic, any of them are liable. Yeah, Fitzmagic. Any of them are liable of lighting you up. But, you know, Breeze, Rogers, Brady, those guys are rare because if you get pressure on them, you know, they're, they're still elite. They're still really, really good. But, but most quarterbacks, they kind of turn into a pumpkin if you just get pressure. And I believe Goff is one of those guys. I think he's having a great year. He was pretty good last year. But I, I just think you get in his face, you, you rattle him like the Saints did with Cousins, and you're going to see a different type of player. And uh, the X factor, not only in this game, but the season for me, is Davenport. And the question is how quickly can he become a dominant defensive end that's a constant threat on the other side? Because if he can become, you know, a Khalil Mack or Von Miller type of guy eventually, um, and I don't know if he has that as a ceiling, uh, but if he does, it has a transformative quality all on its own.
4: Ralph, did you mute yourself? I did yeah, myself. Yourself. The prodigal son nice. is back.
2: Hell Yeah. F- nice. Join us. How is life in, in St. Louis?
1: Uh,
3: you know, life is okay. Um, my parents are visiting from out of town, so you know, I'm sure y'all can imagine how that's going.
2: I have <laughs> Do you have like an that air face- mattress? You put them on?
3: No, 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 no. I actually uh, let them take the uh, the, big, uh, the big the California big California king. And, uh, and I go and I sleep on the couch. At
0: least you don't have to listen to them tell you about how to raise your kid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got the dog, you're a pet parent, right? Hell, do they tell you how to raise your dog?
3: Right. No, no, they, oh. they're, they're constantly petrified. The dog's going to eat them <laughs> like that, like, like that. The, the dog sprained his the dog sprained his foot earlier today before I got home from work so he's kind of like limping around the living room and they're they're like looking around at me like like is this dog gonna jump on me I'm like this dog is limping around he ain't gonna jump on shit
2: how old is the dog
3: he's nine
2: that's not that old so so we haven't talked to you in like a month or more, maybe longer than that, what is your impression of six and one and how much did you enjoy sticking it to the fucking Vikings?
3: Oh, I, oh, I, I enjoyed it mightily. Uh, uh, you know, the, I, I, did you watch the game, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> I watched, I watched the second half of the game.
4: Okay. The best half.
3: Yes. Yeah. Because the first half I'm following along on Twitter and everybody's losing their minds like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I can't believe this is happening. Blah, 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 blah. We're not getting enough this. We're not doing enough that. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this game sounds like it's going to be a clusterfuck by the time I get home to watch it. And I check Twitter again, and they're like, oh, and at halftime, the Saints are leading. Uh, they got 17 points on the board. I'm like, wait a minute. Holy shit. How the heck – everybody was losing their goddamn mind on Twitter that the Saints were looking terrible, and they go into halftime with a lead on the road? Like come on man. Like like, they... like relax. You really? I, This you're, you're, it's like you're this new to Saints
2: amazing. Twitter, Kevin. It's like like where are you like, like you're know. like oh my god. I... Saints Twitter isn't rational and gets over emotional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: I, oh yeah. Oh yeah, no. I'm I'm listen, I'm keenly aware. Look, I follow several of the people that if the Saints uh go uh, go three and out, uh they, they immediately start tweeting, "Oh well, the game's lost. Let me flip around and see what's out, see what else is on cable now." Like oh, I'm aware you, of that. Oh, and by the Drew way, Brees's, Twitter is. Do you follow Drew Breezes'
4: G- burner account, Kevin?
3: <laughs> no, I do not follow. I, I do not follow <laughs> Drew's uh, burner account. Jimmy John's, uh, sixty-nine and sixty-nine. Drew, Drew <laughs>
2: burner account. He advertises two for one drinks at Visions, which. I personally am all for, but I think it's a little inappropriate for an NFL quarterback to be doing, even on a burner account. But I'm telling you, if Twitter, if they get rid of likes and the the gif part of Twitter, I'm going to fucking abandon that hellscape of a site.
3: Oh, yeah, look, listen. Is there talk of that happening? Yes. Oh, yeah. They want to improve the the, the,
2: the discourse on Twitter. The only way to improve
3: the discourse on Twitter is to get rid of fucking Twitter, man. (laughs) <laughs> it, like the intelligence you're running Twitter is like yeah, yeah yeah it's it's like imagine imagine you get it you get a customer comment card and you fill out all your gripes and you hand it to the to the to the business and the business ignores every single one of those things and it's like and and, and like shit pretend it's a restaurant you have a bunch of gripes all this and that and da, da 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 and they say oh you know what'll change things let's change up the sugar packets that we hand out. <laughs> On each table, that'll that'll really turn this business around. Yeah, guy, good idea.
2: Uh, The the guy who who invented Twitter, he wants it to be like firing line with William F Buckley or something. Fucking the Twitter is the Roman Colosseum, man. It's Team A fighting Team B, and we cheer them and we cheer our team until Team B is dead. You know, I mean. So look, I gotta I gotta do the promo. Go to mybookie.com. They have the best gambling site on the internet. Go there, use happy25, you get an extra $25. You bet, you win, they pay. mybookie.com. I should have used them instead of burning all my money in Vegas last week. I'd be better off. You would be too. mybookie.com. All right,
3: Kevin. You joined us late. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Wait, we got to rewind this one. <laughs> did you just did you just chill? Mybookie.com.
4: I did. I did. Wait, wait a minute. We made. Wait a minute.
3: We wait. Are you telling me? Are you telling me that you, Jude and Dave, secured a legitimate sponsor?
2: Kevin, we have a. We have two legitimate sponsors.
3: So you're telling me. You're telling me hey, that Kevin, I walk away. I, I haven't away. seen a dime of this money. You're telling me that I walk away into the wilderness like Kane from Kung Fu, <laughs> and you guys start start pulling in sponsorship de- deals now. You a left, you left at the low point, Kevin. We got <laughs> the audio guess. fixed. We got oh,
2: we got we got sound effects like this. It's not alive, if you you. <laughs> got, a lie. We got we got sound effects. We got JLD hot sauce sponsoring us too. You left when we were in the yeah, valley. Give him, give him the give him the Mao like eyes. And my personal my personal favorite He represents all that is soulless and wrong. You see, Kevin, you should have stuck with us through the valley and the dark time in the horrible audio that I sounded like I was talking out of a tin can. You can always come back. The people love you. Uh like my son loves his grandpa. They love you more than all hey, the speaking, rest of us Speaking
0: on. of speaking of sound bites, do you know who uh, caused the fumble on uh, on Sunday? Who, who, oh. was, who was credited with the forced fumble?
4: <laughs> that would be Anzalone. <laughs> yeah, they, we're we're also racially insensitive now, Kevin. I don't know if you've heard.
1: It's, like... it's
4: really cool to make fun of Italian Americans now. Apparently.
1: <laughs>
3: Oh well, yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, we're just dishing out that spicy meat. The ball here. So we got.
1: You can got send. This.
3: You can send all your hate mail to Ralph Marlborough Castle Rock, Texas,
2: or just email <laughs> SaintsHappyHour.com <laughs> at SaintsHappyHour at Gmail. I'll answer you 2019.
0: Ralph is still I mean, the only one that gets emails <laughs> from fans. <laughs>
3: you know what look if we get enough of those emails you know the my bookie people might uh, might abandon ship we might have to go back to accepting uh, sponsorships from laundromats in Denham Springs <laughs> well, I, I was,
4: hey I, I was saying I remember hey. when we were accepting donations for your for your horse tranquilizers Hey you yeah, hey, still hell, never came <laughs> you you
2: laugh. But I got, I got an email from the inbox today about some sort of fan upscale experience at the Dome. They want a sponsor, too. Like, you get one sponsor, then then we've become legitimate, and more sponsors want to come in. It's a pyramid That's scheme running do. of full
4: legitimacy. Yeah, but Kevin, don't worry, because I haven't seen any of that money either. I'm pretty sure Ralph and Andrew just hoard it all. They've got, like, a, a, a room somewhere like Heisenberg.
3: Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's in the walls. Jude, Jude, Jude needs to buy those sweet sweet uh uh those sweet perfect white uh, thigh high tennis shorts and, and you know Ralph needs Yeah, those needs, don't come uh, cheap, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Ralph needs the special decanters for all of his uh for all of his obnoxiously flavored <laughs> uh booze.
2: Here's Here's the thing for, for for myboogie.com for last month after the taxes I cleared a crisp clean $63.83. <laughs>
3: oh, well you can you could buy the new licorice flavored Jim Beam there.
2: I get we get we get $6 for every 1200 listens. Before taxes. Well, I get it. It's for the we put it in the emergency fund so when my cat pisses all over the computer, I can buy a fucking another one. Uh so before we get out of here, Kevin, I'm gonna start with you. <laughs> the Saints are a
4: Kevin. You should just finish off the show. <laughs>
2: well, we gotta have the predictions. <laughs> yeah, I'm
3: for the... here to I'm here to finish y'all. <laughs> we got we got we <laughs> got the,
1: we gotta
2: predict the Rams game. The the Saints are Praising. a the Saints are a two and a half point favorite. Kevin, Double. who you got? You're gonna have to suffer through through Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, I'm sure.
3: Uh, uh all right so here's here's a here's a take on that one Joe Buck is not as annoying like i i paid more uh, i was listening to the world series mute, let
0: mute, mute him right now i mean <laughs> don't don't even let him finish that sentence
3: Joe Buck okay Troy Aikman is the is more of the problem than Joe Buck I will say it, Troy Aikman is more of the poet. Like, Troy Aikman I, is a
2: poet compared to Jason Witten.
3: Well, yes. I mean, the, we're it's apples and, you know, rotten cantaloupe, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, if I can just up the schedule here and just – so are well, the Saints at home <laughs> computers now? Yes, working. the
4: Saints are home. Uh, they
3: are. Oh, yeah, right, the right. Twitter, cause, right, because it's LSU on Saturday night.
4: Right. Um, biggest, biggest weekend in Louisiana sports history ever. That's nice. Well, that, that's what um, it really so, says. Okay.
3: And the Saints are favored by three?
4: No, I think it's a pick them, huh?
3: It's it started it at two and a half,
2: but I think it might be one. Yeah,
0: or yeah it's, one a pick, and a half.
4: it's a pick. As of today, it was
3: what? a pick Oh. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. So I'll tell you what. I'll take. Uh, just pick yeah, them. I'll take the Saints. I, I will say. Thirty-four
2: to thirty. Ooh. Nice. who's the MVP?
3: All right. The easy th- the easy thing would be to say Drew Brees or Kamara or Mike Thomas. I am currently looking.
0: You're gonna say Teddy Bridgewater.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I'm gonna God. go. Jesus. I'm gonna I'm gonna say okay. I'm going to say Trey Smith is going to turn some heads, and I'm going to say he gets five catches uh, for at least six for at least 70 yards and a touchdown.
2: He is so far five. deep on my bench in the fantasy league, the adult fantasy league, and Saints Happy Hour. That seems like a very good prediction, Kevin.
3: Five seventy and one. If it happens. If it happens, you can take that to my bookie, and they'll pay out. If they not, will. you never see. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: not, you'll drink a gallon of JLD
4: hot sauce.
3: Dave. Right,
0: <laughs> Dave. Who you got? Who uh, you got?
4: I'm, I'm gonna go with the Saints here. Uh, you know, obviously, the Rams are eight and zero, oh, but uh, you know, you know their quality of their opponents up to this point. Uh, amazing the raiders the cardinals the niners uh those are one and two win teams there um you know the saints the are now beaten nice teams win. yeah the seahawks is good um almost lost to green bay last night or yesterday um at home should have lost should have aaron lost Rogers, yeah lost his shit when that dude took well, the ball at the end zone and fumbled well i mean when when you think about it like that's 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 aaron Rodgers' time like that's, that's That's when he shines with two minutes left in the fourth quarter down by a score. Uh, And for him to not even get that opportunity, uh, I'm sure he was ready to go and do it again. But um, anyway, back to the Saints game. Uh, You know, I, I, it's going to be a hard game. I think the Rams are good. They're good on defense. They're great on offense. Uh, But I I do think the Saints uh, are playing some of their best football Uh, they've ever played in a long time and they're at home so I'm going to take the Saints I'm going to say Saints 37 Rams 30 and uh, I will say the player of the game is going to be uh, I'm going to say we're going to go back with Mark Ingram Ooh, that's a good choice
2: Andrew, who you
4: got? Such a, that's such a
0: day of selection. Um, I think the Saints are going to win also. I will also say a similar score. I'll say 31-28, Saints. Um, and I think it will come down to a Will let's field goal as time expires for the Saints to win in walk-off fashion. Um, player of the game, you know, this is nothing crazy, but I think – Um, Alvin Kamara is going to be a beast in this one. I think he's going to score three touchdowns. I think he's going to have 150 yards receiving. Uh, He's probably going to add another 40 on the ground, so it'll be close to 200 total. Uh, I think this is
4: report Yeah. Well, no I'm gonna did. go I'm gonna <laughs> be oh, there
2: he is. I'm gonna be contrarian and say the Rams are gonna win thirty eight to twenty eight.
4: Yeah, I thought about picking the, against Saints the Saints
2: defense is going to look really, really bad and everyone is de- gonna declare the Rams the king of the NFC and no one else is even in their league and the Saints will end up being it'll they'll be you know, tied with first for Carolina, but it won't be that bad. It's not even Thanksgiving. If, Don't if panic. Eli
0: Apple is garbage in this game again, uh, what, what will his nickname be? Will it be like Eli, Eli, Eli Crapple? Eli Snapple? Eli <laughs> Crapple. Eli Snapple. <laughs>
4: it could be. Crapple. It's, it's, he, it's, it's.
0: Henceforth,
2: it's henceforth, every time he makes a bad play from now on, I will hashtag Eli Crapple. Uh,
0: I mean, I, I feel like Apple and P.J. Williams and Crawley are all getting close to, like, you know, Toast Tom- Yeah, Toast Thomas, Toast Weary, Toy Cook Toast, you know. like I feel like a bad corner for the Saints is always Toast or, you know, some, some form, some nickname. So, I don't know. Those guys are getting close.
2: <laughs> Eli Crapple's a great bad nickname. Yeah, I like it. I like so, it. So, for Dave... For Kev, for for Dave, for Andrew, and Kevin, who has returned for a special appearance. Kevin, the people would love you every single week, but I know you have busy lives in St. Louis. You have your dog and your parents and all that. But thanks for joining us. We love when you stop by. And uh, anyway, the bar is closed. All right, later. Later. All right. That was magical held. Magical your entrance. You 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 went in like George Costanza, hit on a high note and left.
3: <laughs>